This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Warby Parker. Eyeglasses and sunglasses. If you go to warbyparkertrial.com slash thumbs, you can get five frames to try on for five days at home for free. That is warbyparkertrial.com slash thumbs. Welcome to the Slammer, where anytime you say anything, we take it down. We should make fun of your injury. <laughs> just try to, just try to give, just try to build you up, yep. give you a little boost. Says bully, says noted bully, Chris <laughs> Ramo. I thought he'd feel better if I was paying attention to him. No one does usually. I mean, look at this nerd. And then, like, just hit you in the shoulder on the way out of the room, right. and knock you <laughs> over, hitting your head again. And then you have an amazing dream that you are on this podcast. <laughs> It's March 30th, 2017. And this is Important If True. (laughs) Wow. From Idle Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. That, wow. Yeah. This is definitely important. I felt challenged, Jake. (laughs) You felt threatened? Nick felt challenged. (laughs) I do feel challenged right now for other reasons, which we can get into later. (laughs) Oh, really? What are those reasons? Well, I got a concussion yesterday, so I'm feeling a little mentally uh, delayed. How did you get a concussion? As it were. I don't remember. Uh, which All right. Is, well, I guess that was a stupid que- that's a stupid <laughs> question. I mean, it's weird. I I got it uh-huh. clearly. I know the circumstances in which it I don't was think received. I know enough what it feels like to get a concussion to it's, be able to say it sucks. Like I don't remember getting one, but I know it's that very I did. Bad. Uh, I was at the gym. Okay. I know kind of the factors that were involved, like the clue combination of <laughs> okay. like how this happened. But the yeah. exact moment, I don't really. I can't like recount the like sort of JFK moment you know like yeah i can't i can't show you like the moves that your personal trainer was like you're gonna want to move your head back into the left you're like what he's like (laughs) that's to the right and then yeah no i i i was in front of uh i was gonna do bench presses and uh, i was in front of kind of the rack that has all of the like extremely heavy weights Mm -hmm. and i imagine uh i must have just in leaning over or something i feel like i i think I think probably what happened is I may have dropped a thing, like the clip that goes on like the on end of the, of the press. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think I what happened is I reached down to grab it sort of reflexively and then just slammed my head face first mm. into some... It was metal, whatever it was. Right. I don't really know what it was, mm-hmm. but I all I don't really remember that moment. I remember... You know what would have been really metal is if you kept, like, pumping iron. <laughs> I did. concussion. Oh, I shit. did. Well, that is here's super what's metal. Re- here's what's really bad about what I did. Uh, and if anybody's listening, you're not supposed to do this um but i'll tell you why i did it so i heard i remember the ding of my of my skull uh right here you can see the mark uh hitting this metal that's what i remember just the clang just the cartoon clang Uh and then the first thought that went through my head wasn't like oh i i hope i'm okay it was I probably just look like an idiot, and yeah, now like course. who of saw course. me? Like which I of the look. which of the which <laughs> of the look. fucking like ripped bros in this room right now noticed the dork walk in, <laughs> immediately hit their head on a metal bar <laughs> right. before they'd even lifted anything. I hope and now how many people are like sitting there about to just mentally like harass me? I hope in your in your adult state you said, "All right, who saw me? Which of you ripped bros just saw that?" <laughs> Speak up! I know you. I know one of you did. He, yeah. you're pointing around as if Nick was like accusatorily pointing, but I think what he was doing yeah. is sweating profusely while yes. lifting way more weight than he has ever lifted in his life <laughs> to try and cover for this. No, Which of you saw that. 
That's actually that's we, actually what I did, Jake. Okay. <laughs> no, that's actually what I did. I immediately went to the thirty-five pound. Who's weight, concussed? Started stacking Who's them. concussed? Yeah. As like a vein. Oh yeah. Just, oh yeah. Like My blood I mean, seeping there through was a, your skin. There was a moment where I thought I should probably look in the mirror and see because it feels is a little. Blood? It is feels there? no, 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 no. Let me just put as much weight on this bar as possible and just fucking. Something's <laughs> dripping down into my mouth, and I can kind of taste iron. It must be because I'm pumping iron. Right. Right. I'm pumping, I'm pumping iron, iron through under my, my skin, but vein. not out into an open <laughs> that wound. That must be what that means when yeah. they say I'm that. I'm pumping iron into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's what I did. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, when yeah, you, when you, when you, a... well, that, but also then continue to do things which make the swelling worse. Right. right. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. 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 That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Having a concussion is very bad. You just get nauseous and like everything becomes delayed. Like you're. Like you're playing a video game with like a hundred millisecond delay, you know, like everything's like shifting around and you just feel, it feels like old VR where it was just the lag was there and you, and you were nauseous because of it all the time. It's so weird that Nick is still talking about this while we're like, we've been doing this podcast for like 45 minutes. Yeah. It's so strange that (laughs) Nick is still going on about this fucking concussion thing. Like we get it. I'm a, I'm a relatively clumsy person. I've never been told that I had a concussion. Maybe I have a thick skull. I've never I've never felt it, but I have backed into things and fallen over and hit my head enough times that I now understand all of the imagery in cartoons mm. where that happened. <laughs> like the, the stars, the stars are no, uh, yeah, like like the stars are like I remember are, I, I, I definite, fell off I like yeah. fell off a swing really? set and hit my oh, head yeah. on the ground and the like bonk like oh, my yeah. brain basically made a sound effect that said bonk and just like huge stars and explosions showed up that looked yeah. like yeah. cartoons <laughs> so my brain could have filled that in run around yeah. like a bump not not that but yeah. like just yeah. the like s- just image of just crazy yeah. lights but yeah the the stars actually look like worms. The little, what they look like they the look little, like little, little squiggly lights that, your that, eyeballs. that hover around yeah. you when you hit your head really yeah. hard are really. Yeah. Is it like when yeah. you push your eyeballs in and you can uh, see shapes? For me, and shit? it actually felt felt more like there was just light TV static slowly drifting around oh, my head. Weird. Um, yeah, it's very strange. God, I don't know if I've it's ever no birds. That. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the usual one is the sort of just slow, really bright stars. But I definitely remember one where basically a Batman esque mm. punch of light mm-hmm. happened when I hit my head really hard, and I thought it was funny. How Biff? Yeah, just like yeah, yeah. It's a real, it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you just never hit your head. I gotta get on, get in on this concussion train. I no, you don't. Yeah, 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 I don't. It's think. fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one in this studio who has a large wooden pole behind you. If Nick and my chairs give out, what? we'll just be embraced by foam. Mm. But if you if you ever fall back, that's true. I concussed. Can, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally concussed. So yeah, last last week uh, Chris came into the show spicy, and you were going to start spicy, continue spicy, and end spicy. And I think oh, Nick Nick Nick's uh, <laughs> mantra slash mascot for this week is start concussed, continue concussed, <laughs> yeah. end concussed. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel great. Do you think? But I'm here in spirit. There's no concussion protocol on Important of True, so I'm le- I'm still legally here. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, no. In oh, sports now, they oh. have concussion protocols where if you oh. get a concussion, you are not you cannot go to work the next day. You, oh no! You, you are there. No. You are basically out for a week. Absolutely not. Mandatorily. No. Uh, we but, require you but to on do this podcast. more podcasts. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Milk your concussed brain. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess it's not good to make fun of concussion. <laughs> you, uh, games, that's like a thing that happens to people yeah. in sports, like. That's actually terrible. Right. But in your case, my hope is that it will unlock like new Like a superpower or something. Or, or no, just like neurons kind of creating a, a, yeah. a funny a funny yeah. bit. What if no. your thoughts are able to sort of surf the blood on your brain and get somewhere they couldn't usually be? That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I don't like that imagery, Jake. The Nick Breckenridge. But I can actually feel my brain sort of swelling. Yeah. The idea that blood is like in there at all is kind of disconcerting. Sorry. I mean. Like in your head at yeah. all? Like, oh, well, it's full of blood up there. Whoa. It is weird when you have something like this happen because it does make you realize just how fucking fragile and shitty you are. Have, have I ever. Right. As just a sack of just garbage that's protected yeah. by like a thin shell. Yeah. Have I ever told you guys about uh, pork chops? I think Jake got a concussion, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is actually, um, this is really gross, but I feel like I should talk about it before we talk about robots and other stuff, because you reminded me when talking about things and brains and thinking about brains and feeling brains. Um, yeah. It reminded me, if you don't want to hear about... Um, I'm sorry, by the way, I sh- probably shouldn't make fun of concussions. I'm sorry. I need to like... Make sure I put that in there. Like I was right. just in the zone of like Nick Brecken's my concussion's okay, so Chris. I should, like, I'll allow it. Make fun of him. I, but, I have ownership of my yeah. concussion. However, but, concussions yeah. are not good. No, they're not good. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're very bad. Yeah, we shouldn't tolerate them as like a routine occurrence in entertainment in our society. No, but I will make fun of Nick Brecken individually. Sure. For like Larry Daviding out at the gym. Yes. And like neurotically, mm-hmm. like being obsessed first over the perception of him as like incipient weightlifter right uh anyway i want to hear about but pork that, chops. Yeah. yeah if you don't want to hear about human remains you should skip ahead <laughs> oh my a god cu- a couple of minutes holy crap on this podcast what? wow so in junior uh, high uh, <laughs> this isn't in the show notes can i skip ahead <laughs> do not, i have a button not, like how, how do i chris just <laughs> looked for something they're like they're uh, like it's like medical where's the big buzzer uh, it's like, I can it's like push. medical remains it's not like just seeing uh uh-huh. something just out on the street okay this is a very sterile right. experience yeah um but it's what i think about whenever i think about brains uh-huh um not like brains constructed from internet of things neural networks no but just like real brains in your head but with like blood yeah yeah um in seventh grade, we one of our classes took a field trip to a local like state university. It was just like college is a ways off, but we're just going to go and see what it's like when you're on a college campus. And we yeah. had a tour that sort of took us to like a big lecture hall and the theater and like the yeah. courtyard and the student union. And let's see what it's like. Somehow <laughs> our tour ended up taking a detour into the like human anatomy biology zone uh-huh. which meant that we went to like the medical human anatomy studies zone yeah. which meant that we walked into a room that just had two dead bodies laid out on oh my God. slabs wow whoa that people were you know that medical students could yeah, yeah, yeah. look at but then uh, <laughs> I learned something early about the way that medical students see that stuff. I mean, if you're around that stuff all the time, you, you don't just, notice you it or care about it. Anything. So then when a bunch of 12 and 13-year-old kids come in there, you don't think twice about the fact that they might have weird opinions about it because you're a person in your early 20s who's been around cadavers all the time. Yeah. So people started wheeling out some amazing things to put into the eyeballs of 12-year-old <laughs> me. Oh, my God. Including... Um, I thought you were going to say into the eye sockets <laughs> of yeah. these... No, 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 no. Well... So the first, <laughs> the, the first thing that came out there. on a platter uh-huh. was a human head. What? That was no. That was cut. No. That was cut in half down the middle. No. <laughs> oh man! It was no. someone. They, they were really interested in showing us. No. Here's what 
like it looked like a medical diagram, but it was a guy's face. No, like it was like no. <laughs> so you could see like half of the brain and the eyes and sinuses and all that no. stuff. And I remember looking down because I saw that and it was very abstract, uh. and my brain sort of just looked at it as like a medical diagram. <clears throat> but then I sort of like looked down and saw half of a person's face. No, um, I really, really don't like it. Where's that button to skip it? You, uh, you um, and then the next thing they brought out was literally just a brain on a platter with a bunch of pins sticking <laughs> <No>. into it. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, and it's, this is amazing. It smelled. All of this stuff smelled <laughs> oh, so much no. like pork chops. No. And then I went home, and to no. make sure that my sitcom storyline was oh, real, your mom made pork, pork chops. chops. Brought out <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you live inside of like yes. the John Cusack film Better Off Dead? I don't know. Like, but is I, that where you grew I up? I did no. not eat pork chops for like a decade after that. Oh I finally God. like had one no. at a restaurant that tasted not like that and smelled not like that. But um, that was a oh. crazy thing to see wow. as a 12-year-old, wow. I might have been. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, not shocking at all to a young Jake. <laughs> Apparently, this, Jesus. Yeah, that is like that is a thing that is ag- aggressively seared into my brain. Yeah. Seared? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, sorry. Not. Mm, I, I, this was home. on my mind because I told aggressively it. Aggressively seared pork chops just for you, Jake. I'm sorry. I actually was reminded of this because I told someone else about it a couple days ago, and I also uh-huh. said it was seared into my brain, yeah. and I did not mean to make a pork chop reference mm. either time. I hope that both times someone... Yes, both times <laughs> I went seared, and I went, no, it is just lit is that it's in my you're brain. D- you're, those who do not remember the past are doomed to repeat it, Jake. Oh, <sighs> yeah. You'll be repeating this unintentional pun for in, years to for come. For years to come. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. I, the brain is one thing, but the half... The half head, head vertical is half so head. scary. That's, that's that very extreme. freaks me out. <clears throat> oh, good <laughs> lord. Really, really intense. Good lord. Oh, what a disaster. Yeah. God, we had the absolute, complete, furthest from that opposite experience this morning. Jake <laughs> and I met, like, could not be more, like, opposite. We had the least human experience. <laughs> the least mm. human... Equally sterile, but very different yes, meaning of the yes. word sterile. Equally inhuman, but much less human. And, yes, potentially also most capable of concussing someone where safety measures not in place. Yes. Jake and I, uh, before the, the podcast this morning, met up at uh, Cafe X, San Francisco's first robotic cafe. Nick couldn't join us due to being not concussed. being quite there yet. Right. But... Um, it was it was weird. It was both more and less impressive than I was expecting. It was kind of like dumb in how unimpressive. So the, describe it was. what the robot actually. Okay. The yeah, robot it's a good component. idea. So my vision of this was yes. that you're going to walk into a room <clears throat> and there would be robots, like Jetsons. Yeah, it would, um, yeah, total Jetsons like a robot barista, situation. for instance, right. who had like yeah. an iPad Big for a face, maybe face or something. Yeah, yeah. Right, like an iPad, yeah. an yeah. iPad yeah. inside of a inside, bubble inside face. of a bubble. So yeah. you try to touch yeah. it to pay, and it says, right. "Ah, uh-uh, <laughs> now that's my face, sir." And you know, I was expecting something futuristic. Of course, like literally everything mm. that happens that is actually just, you know, everything now is the craziest, most futuristic thing ever. But of course, the actual way that it's implemented is just the most mundane version possible, even though the thing behind it is like still the incredible future technologically. So what this actually is, you just go into the Metreon, which is San Francisco's hilarious like future of it, the 80s. It started like, off it's, shopping yeah, mall. it was like Sony's Mall of the Future that then was gutted and turned into a Target and a couple of food carts. But 
This is a little taste of the old Metreon, yeah, I felt. old future Metreon. You go into the Metreon, and it's just a completely enclosed, like, glass kiosk. Just one big, huge, like, monolith. It's like a semicircle made of glass, and then inside of it mm. is two very upscale automatic uh, espresso machines, which one could just buy on Amazon if you wanted. Uh, but in the middle of it, there is actually a robot barista, but it's just a it's claw just an arm. arm. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It quit its job building Volkswagens. Yes, and that was yeah, the thing that okay. really struck me, is I've never seen this up close and in person, and certainly not uh, acting according to my whims. It was the thing you see in every commercial for sure. you know certain types of cars, for microprocessors, for med- like sterile medical equipment, anything that where the company wants to sell you on how incredibly advanced on how and futuristic displaced America's <clears throat> labor force is. Yes, it's yeah. this arm. Yes. Yeah. Whatever they want to demonstrate how many people they aren't paying to do this, and yet how perfectly precise everything will be. Um, you see these like. You know, they they actually look like the version of robot arms that are perfect white mm-hmm. joints. There's no there's no exposed like chrome. There's no, there's no like dangling hoses right. underneath yeah, the components it's and the stuff. Perfect w- like pure white post minority report. Uh, yeah, like the a- of, the Apple's of, uh, vision the, yeah, of like yeah. what technology looks like. Wearing George Clooney's skin, that we noticed <laughs> right, exactly. And it's just this arm just goes around and it's it moves really fast. Like when the arm swings around to grab the couple, you were actually goes, scared at first because it swung past your peripheral vision and it was like when an animal at the zoo tries to attack you through the glass you went yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh don't worry Chris it can move faster than that <laughs> yeah no I, it was slowing down for your benefit your, right. your response when that arm swung around to pick up someone else's coffee was like scared and then like ha 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 it is just a powerful arm that could crush my face but it's okay it was just <laughs> serving that coffee yeah. it's behind glass right exactly so this thing just sort of zips around and it has an app that you put on your phone and then you tell the app what you want Oh, and you have to use your phone. You don't no, have there's to. There's, a, there's also iPads. There's like iPad kiosks okay. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little little pillars with iPads on them. Uh, but if you go to their website, they will give you a ten dollars off coupon. So we got our right. coffee. For they free. absolutely did not pay us to talk about this, by the way. No, except in free coffee, I suppose. Yes. But no, this is not in any way... As evidenced by the fact that I thought it was super lame and hilarious, and yeah. also I was not super impressed by the taste of the coffee. No, but it whatever. was totally... <laughs> it was oh, man. It was nothing about it was like... The end result was not impressive at all, except that the arm inside of it was legitimately one of those crazy future commercial arms. Um, and uh, the, 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 the thing that makes it notable or the thing that made it notable for me other than it being one of those arms you guys control the robot well you control the you control the robot by telling it what you want and you can add flavor spurts to it or what you know (laughs) where they fucking squirt flavor into it yeah um at levels that include low normal and insane that's because nerds are dumb that's like the how the tesla can drive at ludicrous speed which is the space balls reference just after it's done all this one pump two pumps or insane pumpage (laughs) insane squirts of flavor (laughs) cafe x uh so after it's done all this it's assembled your drink it puts it it just sort of puts it nicely down on like the internal surface and it just sits there Mm. you give it your order number so it knows you're waiting at like yes and this is the part that actually felt futuristic right yeah this is the 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 part that was like production designed Mm -hmm. and hilarious oh i don't know if it's the thing you're gonna say but the final step that was to me 
the the weird part is that it then puts it on a little like recessed plate yeah. inside of the kiosk and then you have to put your arm inside oh, shit. the robot kiosk. It's oh like this God. is the moment of trust. This is the moment where it's like, yeah. okay, you know what? I believe that this thing will not simply slice my wrist off. Mm-hmm. At, you know, I mean, until it, until it. Right, because a little door opens and then a little light goes bing and lights up your coffee. Yeah. And just like, it is making it visually appealing to you, which is also how like cheese is presented to a rat oh, yeah. in, in an experiment. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, yeah, it's actually collecting, it's just collecting data right. on like. How do how do they hesitate? How long does it because I had to actually like Right, well it's just if you walk past anything and then just a door opens with something you want inside and a light comes on yeah. and it's just mm-hmm. like no comment being made one way or the other about this. Especially cuz I got it for free. Right. Which makes it feel even more like a like I'm just participating in some kind of psychological study. Right. Where it's like, "Oh, it's a free coffee. It's exactly the one you like." My my you favorite filled it part out according to your specifications, just reach in and grab it. <laughs> my favorite part about this entire experience is that Cafe X had a like handler/janitor, yeah, a single human employee. So at 10:30 I got in and I saw the guy sort of like dusting him off and like turning all of all of it, all of its iPads on and like Making sure that everything was okay, and then uh, the Cafe X handler just sort of sat back and uh, just, like, wandered around waiting for anything to happen. I guess nothing happened, but then when we walked away, um, Chris and I were talking about a video that we took, and he went, oh, uh, I can remake it. I can, or he said, I can have it remake it. Yeah, yeah. I can have it remake it. (laughs) And we're like, I said, no, 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 the video we got was fine, because I genuinely thought that part of his shadow job requirements were to make sure that anyone who was social media engaged with this uh, robot like, okay. was like yeah. getting the good content that they wanted. Right. And I said, oh no, yeah. our video's fine. He said, oh no, I mean, if it made coffee that's bad. And I said, oh no, I said, the robot did his job fine. The coffee's yeah. fine. Yeah. But like, he was, huh. he had the he had the override code, but it's only for the coffee. The thing that I should have asked him was, can the robot's arm, is the robot's arm strong enough to punch through the glass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or can you manually control this robot arm? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> can you reprogram this robot arm? There's no is the way... source code available? Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. There is no way that within the, like, corporation that owns Cafe X, there is no way that human is trusted more than the robot. Oh, no. Like, to the people I'm actually who surprised own that company, that, 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 that robot the... is senior yeah. to that guy, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, he's his, being paid more. His wording chart, was, his wording was is... I, can have, I can have it remake it, but what his what his emotional heart told him was, I can ask him to remake it. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk to my manager. An algorithm. <laughs> the arm, uh, even though this is unrealistic, sort of goes, and looks up at our conversation. Uh, <laughs> right. There's no camera on it, but it was yeah. trained to act How that way. Know? To assert authority by sort of showing that it, the manager was paying attention to the fact How that there was How do you know a there's no camera on it? There wasn't, this there's, reminds not, me, there's not a camera on its arm. You don't know that. This reminds me of an email <laughs> we got um, just a couple days ago yeah. uh, from a reader named David who says, Hey, Thumbs, I just attended a talk by a professor researching the self-driving car AI at Berkeley. The research has evolved much faster than I expected. AI cars don't just look at their environment and try to take the best action based on what's happening around them. Recent research enables the cars to model other cars' humans to learn and predict how they'll behave. They do this by trying actions and seeing how humans respond. For instance, a self-driving car can try to pull in front of a human-driving car while merging. If the human breaks, the AI will label that human defensive. On the other hand, if the human does not slow down, the AI will stop merging and will label that human aggressive. It will then, quote, use this information again in the future. (laughs) The researcher shared an anecdote from when she released this AI onto the road. Oh, wow. So this researcher is actually making this stuff. Okay. 
The AI is programmed to let human drivers go through a stop sign first. Apparently, with their new human modeling abilities, the cars learned, without being programmed, that by going into reverse and pulling back slightly, they could convince a human being to go through an intersection first. This was learned by simply trying something and remembering how the humans behaved. David. That is that is crazy. <clears throat> the questions that I have... Well, one, I wonder, that does definitely relate to your coffee learning experience. But Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. That one, thing is definitely watching me how can and that... wondering what shade of, what color, what hue mm-hmm. is exactly most appealing that will make me right. most greedily insert and my also, hand like, into the hole. You can now imagine, like, coffee culture in San Francisco, for the record, is stupid. Yeah. It is the oh, most, it's very like, bad. If Wes Anderson invented how to serve someone coffee, it would be how <laughs> coffee is served at San Francisco, where there's like basically yeah. functionally Mark Mothersbaugh going do 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 like a little like harpsichord yeah. of like precision as people take out a filter and basically right. flap it in yeah. front of you like there's, a hotel yeah, the towel. The single drop of coffee falling yeah, from, yeah, from the pour Bunsen over burners, like slowly. Like, yeah, there's just, coffee yeah. shops but, in here that have like fucking <laughs> chemistry sets involved. Mm-hmm. The idea though that this robot car can learn to sort of be deferent by gently tapping back for a second and that makes people go, oh, this is a nice car with a nice driver and they're letting me go and I appreciate yeah. it. Come back to to uh, whatever this place is called, Cafe, Cafe X, X, in a year and see if that robot is doing little like half flourishes with cups <laughs> and, and all sorts of just like, oh, I realized that I can get a bigger tip if I sort of like, right. like if that robot starts optimizing, like if they introduce gratuity, like how did you like your service into this app, which yeah. they absolutely should. Yeah. And then that robot starts doing little like tricks and sort oh of like can God. tip its hat for you and Oh stuff. my God. It could make the most amazing latte drawing in your fucking coffee. Oh, yeah. That's holy right. shit. Yeah. Oh. It could just dot print it. Like, holy crap. <laughs> Right, but if it, if it makes your avatar, but then when it starts screwing up and putting things from your photo roll on there, that's when it's oh, scary. No, no. Oh God, that's my kid. Yeah, when it starts telling your future, hmm. as you like, as you turn around and walk away with your little heart, you're like, "This is weird." It this says is like duck. art of someone right. like getting a concussion Run. at the gym. What? Why did? It... That's my Lyft driver that I haven't called yet. Meanwhile, in the distance, <laughs> you're like you're walking by the you're walking by the like Crunch SF. You look in the window, and meanwhile, you see some guy in there screaming at people. Like, what did you see? What did you see? You buff assholes. Oh, I thought. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I had pictured when you described that. I mean, I know you were going for Nick's gym thing, but he looks and he's like, it's like, is someone getting a concussion? And then, like, the construction I-beam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, boom, just, <laughs> or, like, you just barely miss it. So you only missed it because it took the time to make that. Right. It's like it's and me it getting knew hit by, by delaying you two wow. seconds, oh, you were going to no. miss the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. So then that other thing's a robot, too. So it knows. I mean, this is. <laughs> it is the minority that report. Is, yeah. yeah that's it's way just, more diabolical. Yeah. Because that's how it's going to sort of subconsciously gain your trust. Right. Yeah, it's calculating. It's actually come here every day, or you might. It's just calculating all the probabilities. Like <laughs> for, for, a, got, for a twenty-five percent tip, cameras. you can also miss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the self-driving car, right? It's got cameras pointed in every right. single direction. It knows everything going on in this mall, including like variations in temperature, uh, like everything going on. Tiny like variations it, in skin. Tiny variations <laughs> in the skin. It's yeah. It's definitely a chaos theoretician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chaotician. Chaos. This robot is going to put chaoticians out of business because it's yeah. going to collect all the data. Extinct. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Don't you mean extinct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This robot is going to eventually learn that it's not, these things are not random. I mean, it's just going to eventually yeah. be able to track so many variables it's true. that like w- quantum theory will have to be like re rethought because it will understand what's going on at the sort of subatomic level to the point that it can. That it can serve the perfect cup of coffee. <laughs> yes. It'll, it'll serve the cup of coffee that will save your life. Yes. God. Cafe X. Yeah. This cup of coffee might just save your life. (laughs) We're going to change the world. I mean, we're not. We're just making coffee. But 
what if a robot could make <laughs> a, co- a cup of coffee so precise that it actually improves your day? Yeah. But, but but what that actually means is like you don't get hit by a car. You get right. the promotion. Right. You you right. know aren't crushed. You just your death is avoided. This robot actually is also creating sequels to Final Destination. Right. <laughs> yeah. This robot is essentially battling against Final Destination. Oh, that's true. That's what right? Cafe X those is movies, actually for. Did you guys ever see any of those? Yeah, it's about movies? it's about like Not really. a plane crashes, but yeah. a kid has a premonition and takes their whole class field trip off the plane, which explodes. They all should have died, but right. then death and comes then for death them. And death just mm. like becomes obsessed with killing them because it's like you were supposed this to is have just died. A, okay, so this is now just a like post ex machina, post Minority Report version of the Terminator, just like a dumpy one where it's just. <laughs> I think this arm was sent from the future. I'm sorry to talk about Terminator every week. Barista. Yes. It's like Quantum Leap. Uh, you Except can't send him into a killing machine. In the you just, in San Francisco. Yeah, they send right. back an AI from the future, but it just it, it lands in an unpredictable robot arm where it's like I'm trying to save people's lives by putting car doors God. on. So you know and what? Then maybe it did, and then it jumped into this barista. This is even more tailor made for this scenario because the only two places in the world that Cafe X currently exists are the Metreon in San Francisco and a science park. In Hong Kong, the second machine. So (laughs) this, yeah, just this. There's another. This version of Quantum Leap, and this is inadvertently a jump into another thing. That if you want to talk about it, this version of Quantum Leap was canceled after only two episodes because (laughs) the character can only jump into the two robot arms in the two Cafe X's, and then it's like I thought that this. Oh, I jumped into a time when Cafe X only had two locations before. Before every robot arm in the world that does any task is a Cafe X brand. Right. Right. God, that is the most San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if a coffee serving robot from an app <laughs> could change your life? This is us on NBC. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Part of what was so weird about Cafe X is how mundane it is. It's like, oh, at one, you know, when we were growing up, these robot arms existed in our subconscious, but again, they were only in movies and TV commercials about right. like hyper advanced you manufacturing. Know, you know where we are right now? Oh, no, they just make yeah. you a coffee in the dumpy mall. In but there were downtown. there were twelve people in front of it taking pictures of it making their coffee, and it feels like the face yeah, that we're at right now is pictures. news breaks, and then everyone goes to the electronics and appliance store to watch the news on the fifteen televisions in the shop yeah, window. Right. We're right there, and. So if there was a Back to the Future 1 made 25 years from now, it would be where the present just has mundane robot arms everywhere. And he goes back in time to San Francisco now and sees the wacky, like, Mm, mm -hmm. imagery of, like, the Norman Rockwell painting of 15 people watching a robot arm make coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yep. Yes. Who has two television sets? Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a sec. This is definitely one of the 45 brains. Which thing? That arm? <laughs> that arm. Whatever, like, governs <laughs> which, this, this which arm. thing. Oh, the cafe. I, mean, I so guess you're, that you're, goes I, way beyond the powers of a human brain. I would officially describe that then as, like, the Cafe X Barista AI. Yeah. Is, mm. uh, or robotic arm control yes. no, system. No, I think being that specific. Yeah. 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 more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of the 45 brains. Yeah. Okay. We determined in, I believe, our third episode. I think so, yeah. That, um, that there may, in fact, be 45 brains that control... Um, control shape and sort of tend to our reality and all realities. Yeah. Um, and, and some and the, one of the so this uh, coffee serving robot AI is one of them. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger's skin mm-hmm. is one of them. Uh, Commander Cisco of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine is one. Yeah. It's a good list. Um, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to check them out, our readers are in fact chronicling them at forty five brains dot online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, I think Robot Barista, definitely canonical edition. All right, yeah. let's yep. take a break. Yep. This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Quip designs and mails to you a very nice, simple, but very smart uh, electric toothbrush that also includes three-month recurring uh, brush head refill plans. So you don't have to worry about the battery dying because you'll get a new one. You don't have to worry about the brush head running out and becoming a gross, scraggly toothbrush head because you'll just get a new one. Uh, You can get that toothpaste sent to you as well. Um, The whole thing is just a nice little oral care kit, and it comes with a booklet that sounds dumb, but it comes with a booklet explaining the best way to brush your teeth. And I read the whole thing, and I really appreciate it because there are little tips that I think even dentists probably assume you just know, um, but I didn't always know all of them. Hmm. So it's just the whole thing. They've just thought nicely about the whole toothbrushing experience. And if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you can get $10 off your first brush head refill, which start on only $5 anyway. That is tryquip.com slash thumbs for your electric toothbrush, brush head refills, everything you need. Do you like associate with other Quip enthusiasts online now? Do they call themselves <laughs> Quipsters? Oh my God. Oh, I'm, Do you I, share Quip I, I'm tips? ending this right now. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. Like, so there, there are these robot spoons that they've, that they've developed now to help people with disabilities uh-huh. where if your hand is unstable, like people who like need to have to just eat the, by themselves, they you know if if their hand is wobbling around, they can't do it. Does the spoon but have like a gyroscopic spoon has a correction? Gyroscopic correction. Wow! And it's two hundred dollars. This spoon. It is sure. an advanced piece of machinery. Yeah. But they they showed video of this thing, and it's crazy. Like no matter what you do, the spoon remains level, but the handle. It's like just, the chicken head. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like when you grab a chicken's like butt and you move it yeah. around. And the head right. stays in it. the same place. Yeah. 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 But what, you doing that Quip ad just made me think there's got to be a future where Quip just turns into a full robot toothbrush that just brushes your teeth for you. <laughs> you just, you, you just hold it where your mouth you, is and then you let go. Well, it attaches and it itself remains, to your face. Oh, yes. gross. <laughs> it's sort of just, it's little Quip hands go right. and just yes. sort of grasp around your ears. Yes, it's Doc a, secure. It's a, and then, no <laughs> yeah. face hugger, basically. Yeah, yeah. It goes bah and sort of just jams itself into your mouth. Right. As it's And then as you sort of move your, your head around, it always yeah. makes sure that it's brushing you very smoothly in the same place. You can go about your day. Right. And like you can walk down the stairs and run to get into your self-driving, uh, I mean, I would make that deal. Rideshare, <laughs> yeah. I would be completely into that. A I weird hate Cronenberg toothbrush yeah, that boring. just like just just get on my face, parasitically attached to whatever you need to do. Find out you're like you know it's actually easier to just leave it on all the time because it also feeds me. <laughs> you just have to wait, until, and it's also like, my phone. Right. You just have to <laughs> you just have to wait till Clooney one does spurt it, or two, and then it becomes a style <laughs> thing as well. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> instead of just a you're just a slob. That's yes, right. Yeah. But yeah, because he he makes it look good. Yeah, right. Or but it's not even Clooney. It's actually a like it's a viral uh, ad campaign. It's a robot wearing Clooney's skin mm. that injects you with a virus that makes it seem socially acceptable. <laughs> yeah, and this whole thing is like engineered by the face hugging toothbrush spoon company. Quip, quip, quip. Yes, <laughs> clearly. So what's that URL again? <laughs> try, try, try. <laughs> Uh, I guess we're still in the ad. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. We're not. Sorry, Patreon backers, that you had to hear a little bit of what is obviously not ad content. Yeah. This episode of Important If True is also brought to you by Warby Parker. Prescription eyeglasses and prescription and non-prescription sunglasses. They hug to your face and brush your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to warbyparkertrial.com slash thumbs, you can get 
five free frames. Well, Open the box five carefully. Frames to try yes. for five days for free. Uh, you can, yeah. <laughs> I just got, I just caught up to what you just said. Uh, they they won't attack your face probably. Um, but yeah, they're they're very stylish. They started only ninety five dollars, which is very affordable. Um, I have learned. I went through a um, a school phase, but I go through phases where I'll go like a year where I'm mainly contacts, and then like another year where I'm mainly glasses. And every single time, I swear to God, every time I go back into a glasses phase, I am shocked by how expensive glasses, like nice glasses frames, are yeah. at mm-hmm. the eye appointment store. What are you know? What are the optometrist? Optometrist? What? Shut up, <laughs> smarty pants. Um, but Warby Parker are they're very nice. Uh, very, the doctor. They're very well designed. They're very stylish. Uh, they start at only ninety five dollars, which is quite quite reasonable. And if you go to warbyparkertrial.com slash thumbs, you can get five of them sent to your house to try for five days and uh, pick whichever one you like. Or I guess if you like multiple ones, you can you can get a bunch. Warbyparkertrial.com slash thumbs. Before the break, we were talking about before the break, we were talking about robots. I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking yeah. about robot baristas, blah, blah, blah. One thing that came up was the uh, – kept talking about how this felt like a weird sort of failed or mutated <clears throat> sequel to Minority Report, yeah. which actually reminded me of a, an email that we got. God, my stomach is rumbling like crazy. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's just becoming really noticeable to me, and I hope it's it fine. Come it's just the it's just the microphone. It's just the cafe X uh, uh, bacteria that is now implanted oh, in gross. you, starting to affect your you. cafe yeah, X your, uh, affinity is yes. plus two. When you when you asked for two uh, splurts, it gave you you know an affinity an affinity for, to I asked uh, for no splurts. Oh well, got, oh, okay. Well then, I got a caramel splurt. You got a fr- it, yeah. you got a free one. Jake got a subtle uh, splurt of caramel. Yeah, I did not get a uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, caramel. <laughs> of caramel caramel we'll talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah dan wrote in uh about about wait will things. we we're gonna talk about that yeah a subtle splurt of caramel i hope not <laughs> okay we'll see so who wrote in about what dan says i listened with rising anticipation uh as you talked about et and closer encounters of the third kind in episode five yeah but you didn't get to my favorite part of the whole making of story what became E.T. was originally planned as a sequel to Close Encounters called Night Skies, based on the infamous Hopkinsville Goblins <laughs> UFO Close Encounters case of 1955. It was going to tell the story of a rural family under siege from feral a- aliens. One of these ugly little monsters was, was going to be less evil than the others and form a bond with the youngest boy of the family. A lot of concept work uh, and prep was done by artist Rick Baker, uh, which is true. If you, if you yeah. look up Night Skies, there's just like what wait, look wait. like... Before we get there... Yeah. Do you guys know the details of the Hopkinsville Goblin case? It is well, kind of amazing. Yeah, the Hop- yeah Hopkinsville like, Goblin case. As far as as far as like authorities can tell, what happened in the Hopkinsville Goblin case is a bunch of drunk people got in a gunfight with owls that they thought were <laughs> aliens. Yes, <laughs> that is that is like what the, actually like the happened. The kids got involved. Like the parents herded everyone into the barn, I guess, yeah. and, and then they ran to the police and said, "We're beset by strange creatures, maybe not from this world, and we've been in a gunfight with them all night. There was no evidence of anything other than bullets everywhere, also, and owls, and, and great owl. horned owls. Yeah, and also which like <laughs> matched the description in multiple ways. Yes. They were like, okay, they're like two thirds of a meter tall, oh, and they man. waddle around, and they're like, yeah, that's that's." Owls and they're like, oh, and they're like, they they're this color, but but, and they're like, yeah, that's that's those owls. Like, 
it's, it's very good. Yeah, it, it sounded. It doesn't like, seem like they succeeded in shooting any. Of the I was gonna say, or they, they didn't hit. The, the, no, they just okay. found a bunch of bullet holes and like no the, dead like owls. Because the, if there were dead owls, that would have put a kibosh on the whole goblins yeah, no. thing. Yeah. The yeah. people had apparently cleared out as well because they claimed that the attackers came back at three thirty in the morning, <laughs> which just means more owls were there. Yes, there were still the owls. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you look at if you look up concept art for Night Skies, it just looks like a bunch of surly like big ETs. Yeah, they look with, like with way with, angrier ETs. Um, so so Dan's and then one oh, like adorable one like just ET. ET. It, they look. It was so basically close. if you imagine Nick Brecken in a gym surrounded by like hulking bodybuilders. It, this is what the like adorable ET looks like surrounded <laughs> by these like aggressive big goblin ETs. ET's clever enough to not. Oh, E.T. probably... I was going to say, E.T. bops his head a lot. Anyway. Like a, let's n- say. Night Sky's E.T., though. Yeah. It was, good. Well, it was way yeah. better. But so so Dan's question is, do you have a favorite media origin story that ended up completely different from the final work? And this is the thing that reminded me of um, the robot arm thing. Uh-huh. Um, not because of, of the one that I like the most, but because um, Minority Report actually started off as a sequel to Blade Runner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In early, that. early development, wow. it was based on a Philip K. Is that Dick what you story. thought he was going to say? Nick? That's not what I thought. But, oh, but yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. My favorite, my favorite, favorite one of these of movies that started off as something else is Predator. Uh huh. Actually, started off as a spec script to a fifth Rocky movie. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> Apparently, at the end of Rocky Four, that was going to be my. No. Actually, I'm really glad that this is it. At the I, end of Rocky Four, this, yeah. it started off almost as a joke. We're like, God, who, who's yeah. Rocky going to fight next? Like, yeah. this has gotten ridiculous. An alien, yep. and then someone went, Oh, you know, you know, <laughs> and then wrote, started writing a spec script that got into development, and it got far enough along that um, it started turning into a movie. And they went, This isn't a Stallone movie. This is a Schwarzenegger movie. So fuck it. It just got disconnected. Like, I mean, it started off as like, this is not probably going to happen, but the germ of like Sylvester Stallone punches his way through aliens started off as like, (laughs) as Rocky sequels have gotten so outrageous that that maybe that's what it is. And then someone just took it and ran. Um, So that is fantastic that Arnold Schwarzenegger is basically playing what started off as like a Rocky amalgamation uh, well, I don't well in that film ends that. with them basically just him just he punches the predator right yeah. I mean like it just turns into a slugfest at the end of that thing yeah, the, the DNA yeah. of it stays there yeah like, yeah and well and when and when Schwarzenegger and is it Carl Weathers like mm-hmm. yeah. when they first meet they do the, the like huge oh, yeah. ripped they arm do that. Lock, oh yeah, yeah no like oh, it's yeah. funny that the, the, the genes that of that are there scene. so yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. That was the one that I that I knew about, and ha- uh, and but when I went back to to verify the story of that, I found a fantastic chain of sequels that turned into something else that turned into sequels to something else that kept just jumping and it felt oh okay so this is real what you're saying this is real okay um there was a s- late 60s movie starring Frank Sinatra called The Detective uh-huh. uh, where he plays a character named John McClane that's right oh man and Die Hard <laughs> yeah. the original Die Hard was actually started off as a sequel yes. to The Detective yes. they, mm-hmm. they offered the role to Sinatra who yes. turned it down they gave it to Bruce Willis and cut the ties with it but here's the the, my, the best chain off of this god I love that Frank Sinatra was almost the star of Die Hard yeah, yeah. like old Frank Sinatra oh man yeah. I mean the Die Hard we got is great but that would have no, been no, a definitely. fucking crazy yeah. Die Hard yeah. of like it's funny that that, that, that actually would have made Die Hard into what the Die Hard sequels have become of like I'm too old for this shit guy who always right. keeps having a <laughs> yeah, bad day true. gets yeah, into yeah, all yeah, these scrapes yeah, yeah. um, in fact though there there was a Die Hard 3 sequel oh yeah um, there was a, so there was Die Hard 2 that was at an airport yeah. and then there was going to be a, they're like okay we got the building the airport what's the third one 
It's on a cruise. It's called Troubleshooter. <laughs> oh, did that get turned into Speed 2? Yes. Oh, fuck. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Oh, man, because they took another script yes. called, like, uh, Mastermind or something yeah. like where, or whatever. Simon yeah. Says. Simon Says. Oh, it's called, it was called Simon Says. I really like that you subbed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mastermind. <laughs> Mastermind. No, but it's, it was called, they took a script called Simon Says. Pinnacle. <laughs> About a guy who, uh, like, a, like a villain that, that yeah. constantly says, Simon says, and then it gives you an instruction. And and they made that in the Die Hard 3, starring Jeremy Irons. do you guys yeah. remember that movie Cribbage set on a 747 jumbo jet? <laughs> it turned it into, into Air Force One! It tur- oh, I was going to turn into the opening of the third Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Oh, right, yeah. Put Bane in there. Uh, but yeah, and to make Speed 2 even still a, oh, a, a hampered like kneecap oh, no. sequel Uh-oh. no well just Keanu Reeves was offered 12 million dollars to be in that movie and said no so it's just yeah. Sandra Bullock uh-huh. Die Hard 3 starring Sandra Bullock the sort of uh, secondary character secondary protagonist of Speed in Speed 2 Cruise Control wow yeah, no, yeah, which started off as a sequel. A crazy yeah, so Speed 2 Cruise Control is, in fact, an oblique sequel to the 1966 Frank Sinatra movie, The Detective. Wow, <laughs> so this is a whole new yes. universe. Is Sandra yes. Bullock a brain? Probably not Probably yet, not. but maybe. Yeah, we have no. to keep, there's, well, there's a crazy web she was also in the net. There. We have to figure out if the net, <laughs> so, if you can somehow connect, because that is... Like at the point at which the net- Mozart's is- ghost, <laughs> I was yeah. you click on Mozart's ghost and it just says speed two. <laughs> oh, I was about to say that the net uh, relates to the conversation, but it only does in my brain because the net is basically a spiritual remake of, of, the, the, conversation, of the conversation. But yeah. the conversation does directly connect to the '90s techno thriller action movie uh, Enemy of the State starring Will Smith. Oh yeah. Oh. Because Gene Hackman unnamed plays literally his character yeah. from the conversation like he's got yeah. the same like chained mm, yeah. up fence thing full yeah. of security yeah. equipment that was the but that does that connect back to the net somehow we've got to figure I don't this think out so. I mean let's assume that it does yeah you can order that pizza using the internet though amazing oh, yeah. pizza.net oh, yeah. man speaking of things that we like in movies to go way back to predator I always when predator comes up I generally speaking have feel compelled to take the opportunity to point out how much I absolutely love the ending of predator I don't know, mm. like if you guys appreciate the ending of Predator as much oh, as the I ending do. Of I love the ending of Predator. Oh, it's yeah. so good. This isn't really a spoiler the because nothing stuff? happens. Yeah, but the, the it just ends with like Schwarzenegger, yeah, being airlifted out on a helicopter, uh, and there's just this. It's just so a, not how any of those movies are. Like, despite the fact that like the movie basically, I guess, ostensibly ends well. Um, He's still completely eh, everybody like died, but yeah, yeah he's right. alive. It ends with the sort he's, of shell shock of I'm returning to the real the world and I don't quite know what happened there, yeah, and I'll right. never be just, able to explain it, and no one will well, understand yeah, it. Yeah, only he has knowledge that aliens exist and want to kill humans all of yeah. the time. Right, and so, probably yeah. like and just could easily. Right, um, and and the only thing that would make it better is if, as that's happening, piped in, you just start hearing. Like all I could think about when you were saying that that was a Rocky right remake is for or, the or final fight right. for the final fight to be cut against Eye of the Tiger and then for the airlift out to be just the Rocky anthem. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, that would just that would seal the deal. Greatest ending. Yep. Just cut to black director's card <laughs> like reverb like right. tail. Oh, oh! I thought it would be just like the theme. Then just go. Oh, to just the crazy arrangement. Yeah, that's what you oh, want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, imagine sitting in the, the unknowable ending with the with the like super triumphant Rocky theme as you see Schwarzenegger's face just looking up into the distance like I've seen the face of the extinction of our race and yeah. then ba 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 with the, as just like directed, executive produced, yeah. starring yeah. Flash mm. or just Rocky Five. They didn't they 
end on title. <laughs> they didn't. It didn't even. It just started at the beginning with just the production company's name and yeah. no title card. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be the, the total modern treatment of that. Yes. Yes. Can someone edit? Just edit that. I together? bet someone has. This yeah. has been known fact for long yeah. enough that it probably exists. You think someone had that exact idea? I want to. I mean, if so, I want to see it. Um, speaking of things that don't exist, unfortunately, mm. um, Marissa Jansen writes in, "Hey, thumbs." Marissa from Texas here. During y'all's latest podcast, Jake was talking about his dream where he had seen a meme that had yet to be made. It got me thinking about when you remember everything about something that does not, in fact, exist. For example, when Reddit went crazy about that movie with Sinbad being a genie called Shazam, which is not a real movie. Can you imagine if you woke up one morning and the movie A Bug's Life did not exist, and after endlessly scouring the internet, you'd come up with nothing, despite clear memories of ants and a giant caterpillar with tiny wings? You'd turn to your best friend, brother, mom, and say, Do you remember the movie A Bug's Life? It was about ants and had that caterpillar. And your friend, brother, mom would turn to you and say, No, you're thinking about the movie Ants. And you would go crazy. My boyfriend said this is called the Mandela Effect, which posits this phenomenon is when we remember events from a different parallel reality. Well, I won't take any more of y'all's time. I anxiously await the next episode. IIT fan Marissa Jansen. The thing I like so much about this email is that um, she went to the trouble of, like, constructing an entire fake hypothetical movie just Mm. to serve Mm -hmm. as an example of the (laughs) Mandela Effect. Yeah. Interesting. Like, that's really detailed. Yeah. Like, A Bug's Life. Yeah. That's a fairly plausible I could, yeah. movie name. It is similar to that movie Ants. Right. That exists. Right. Um, it, it was made by the Minions guys, I think, before before that stuff broke out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess it's what it sounds like, probably, to me, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, because, I, I mean, they didn't they make The Life of Pets? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it's got, yeah, it's probably what that's playing off of. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. No, it all fits. Thank, thanks, Marissa. That was a good, a vivid, <laughs> a vivid example you've painted. <laughs> By the way, if you're one of those people who thinks Shazam is a real movie, I have no patience for you. Have you guys seen how widespread, like this is like a scourge. It's not just Reddit. Like she says yeah. Reddit. But it's like you can find people on the internet that are obsessed with the idea of this. Is it Shazam or Kazam? Which one's the real one that's well, real? Well, Kazam is real, right? That's, yeah. the, that's, the, them, that's, the, that's the Shaq movie. The, okay. That's the Shaq movie. Kazam is the Shaq movie. Shazam is a <clears throat> non-existent movie with Sinbad yes. that absolutely does not exist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure to dump on those people. Yes. Because that's is, not a real thing. It is a highly dumpable thing. If you believe that you are right and you are misremembering that, please think about yourself and about the things that could <laughs> be leading to that belief uh, un- being unquestioned by your brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so A Bug's Life does not exist. Yeah. No such thing as Shazam. No such thing as A Bug's Life. Get over it, people. Berenstain Bears. Got the A. Yeah. I think. It does. It has the A. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, an, that's another classic one. Yeah, that is one that I totally remembered not being spelled the way that it is. Yeah. And I would would have sworn <laughs> on the fact that it was mm-hmm. spelled with an E. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. And I think it's because my parents called it the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. I think that one's just because like we're so accustomed to seeing- To Steen being- Steen. A, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just like most of the time that's how it is. So, you know, you see one example of the A and then you grow up seeing a hundred more examples of yep. the E. Um. But that's but, an you know, easy I mean, mistake to make. That's very different than imagining a completely different human being or a completely different identical bug movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, and so like, you know, it's why people it's like why people get so pedantic about pointing out that like in fact, it's actually Frankenstein's monster <laughs> is the proper name. I like that we of have the spent creature. 6 episodes before this completely indulging in the idea that everything is connected and there's all these just garbage yeah. no, universes no, yeah, but this yeah, is like none of it's fuck, weird, fuck you, you. you this ch- is not this, it's it's 
slightly offensive, even that it's called the Mandela Effect. Shut this shit down right now. <laughs> Where's the proof? We have completely proven that a coffee-serving robot is, in fact, a failed Minority Report sequel <laughs> that started off as a Quantum Leap reboot but got retooled uh, by the studio. That is guaranteed real. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely happened. But I mean, we know we were there today. We, we saw know the robot. When Illumination Pictures was founded, and it was not when Ants was coming out. So there's no No. way. Mm -mm. Like, give me a break. Yeah. (sighs) God, we're really assembling a real Frankenstein's monster of a universe here with all the shit we're putting together. Uh, Chris, (laughs) I will not let that one stand. I'm sorry. (laughs) I will not let that one stand. What? What do you mean? If you go, I mean, it's uh, what as we all know, Frankenstein's monster failed, and it was a story in hubris. He never even came to life. (laughs) Oh, that's the beauty of it; it doesn't do anything. Yes. Oh God. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys talking about? (laughs) All right. So this is a phrase. (laughs) This is like actually, this is old internet. This Mm -hmm. is like vintage internet. Yeah, I I, the little pull there. The phrase. (laughs) That's the beauty of it. It doesn't do anything. (laughs) <laughs> it is it is a phrase that like thousands of people on the internet are convinced that they remember from something usually the simpsons yeah people usually, yeah, usually the first place oh, so they this go is a, is like, the goggles they do nothing no it's not because oh, that's, that's just a misremembered that's a misquote of an actual quote okay there um, is no record of this phrase yeah there's being no used record of this anything. phrase being exists except going back to usenet posts from the 90s right. in discussions of what it originates from in. wow yeah mm-hmm. and it's such a good yeah. oh, man. like it's such a good crunchy so right. you know like that's the beauty of it. When you have it, those, it doesn't do when the robots anything. are talking about us uh, yeah. in the future, they will turn to <laughs> each other. That's the beauty and say, of it. They yeah. don't do anything. Yeah, oh, no, one. Well, the thing is, one robot will eventually figure it out, and it will probably be far enough in the future that robots can experience pleasure from such things, and it will be so psyched. <laughs> so there was uh, ha 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 ha. That's well, you know the how they're like okay. <laughs> we've we've had phrases like this before that end up in our shitty personal lexicon as just friends who have known each other for way too long. Oh yeah, we we're and we are and we're not always sure where they where they come from. Uh, my friend Jared is the lord of this, and some mm. of his have infected into, into into my conversation. But like, uh, just saying, like, you eat them as a quote from stupid Indiana Jones. Or oh yeah, um, you eat them. You know, another one that I am like horribly into is they were all pretty bad from the Blues from Brothers. Blues Brothers. So uh, there's yeah, a thing yeah. that Jared used to say where when something just horrible would happen, he would just start screaming, "No!" He'd go, "No! No! No! No!" We were trying to figure out. That forever. feels like that does feel like it's from something. We, he's been saying that since like the sophomore year of high school, mm. and he's been my friend <laughs> for that entire time. And last week, oh, you he, found it. He sent me a oh, DM wow. that was just it just was like yes, and he was writing <laughs> with like three hundred yes, yes, with three hundred yes. exclamation points, and it was a YouTube <laughs> clip from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where a guy was being dragged oh, away from medication. I know time. that scene, and he's going, "No, I know no. that scene." Yeah, and we um, on like a rainy substitute teacher day okay. in tenth grade. Like we took a wow. we had a quarter of like an elective wheel, and one of them was I think was intro to psychology, and we were screened. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, so we had both seen it, and then both thought that guy said something funny in high school, and then forever Wait forgot where that was from. You guys got infected with a brain worm that lasted your entire life during an introduction to psychology class. Yes. Fuck off. And then we cracked it thanks to YouTube, thanks to the hive mind. Yeah. Uh, Jared yeah. found it. And it was like, that was like a little weight lifted off of me that I didn't know was there from just like, what was that stupid thing from? Anyway, medication time, etc. What? What? Hmm? What did you? One floor of the cuckoo's nest. Oh, <laughs> medication time. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
I thought you were, I just had this like terrible vision of just like Jake then pulling back the curtain <laughs> right, on like yeah. his own psychological study he's been conducting for the duration of our friendship with him. Just, anyway, like, it's medication time. <laughs> no. All right. Let's endorse. In- Jake, what do you got? The first thing that I would like to endorse is a product. It is a product that I uh, have plugged many times to Hmm. many doubters, which is if you have a desk and a computer on it, I very strongly recommend actually getting an arm mount for your computer monitor. It sounds stupid, and it's because you've had a computer monitor on your desk forever, but if you have most modern flat screens, there's a good chance that on the back of it, it actually will detach from its little stand and has a universal square VESA mount, mm-hmm. um, or you can you can get a kit that will attach it to these things. So a monitor arm is literally just uh, usually a pole or sort of hinged counterweighted arm that clamps onto the very back of your desk, and your monitor will just sort of hover above your desk. The reason that it sounds very indulgent, but what the end result actually is is that you get like 30% of your desk space back. Yeah. I yep. swear by it at this you, point. Jake sold me on arms. Yeah. Jake endorsing, Jake's endorsing powerful arms. Yeah. Jake I'm, endorses gains. Yes. Uh, I actually, I, I have a second endorsement, uh, which is Cafe X. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. So Arms, um, arms, arms. I did a little consumer <laughs> comparison this morning. Before, I, I, as I said, I got to the Metreon a half hour before Cafe X was open, and I said, you know what, This is there's two Starbuckses literally within a, a quarter yeah. of a block of Cafe X. Maybe I'll just go get a Starbucks coffee right before I go to Cafe X so the experience is fresh in my mind. Uh-huh. Uh, and I waited in line for literally 40 minutes for a person to then not understand my order, me have to repeat it three times, and then wait five minutes for it to show up. So I was almost late to Cafe X. Mm. However, the coffee uh, at Starbucks was, in my opinion, better than the Cafe X coffee. <laughs> so, um, so you're stopping short of fully endorsing eliminating human jobs and g- granting robots yeah. oh, full reign so over our society. This was the other thing that, that it revealed. It told me more about myself, I think, than anything else. Because I like when I first got in line at Starbucks, I had my uh, ear earbuds in on my phone, and I was just listening to music or a podcast or something. And I went, you know, I should really live this up, and. Uh, take my earphones off and, you know, see if a person's going to be around. Uh, you yeah, know, maybe I'll, end yeah. up, maybe I'll end up talking to someone and meet someone or have some sort of social <laughs> and get... No, yeah. it was just a bunch of really annoyed people that the line was so slow. Yeah. Um, but I... Actually, you know what? I, what I endorse is not Cafe X. Even after saying all of that, <laughs> I still uh, I still just endorse going and waiting in line at a coffee shop like a regular person. Keep yeah. everyone employed. Be able to compromise. And, you know, if maybe at the last second you do want that Rice Krispie bar, you can do it. Without, you can still do it, yeah. Without having to get back in line again. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, I endorse interacting with humans, but I do endorse <laughs> observing Cafe X and being bemused by it. Yes, it is bemusing for sure. Yes. It is bemused by us as well. Yes. Cafe X finds us just as bemusing, mm. uh, but it keeps better records. <clears throat> I keep forgetting to point this out, but people often ask us where they, like, where is the stuff, not just in endorsements, but stuff we talk about, stuff we endorse, which, you know, uh, we will frequently put handy links to these things in episode descriptions in your RSS feed. So in your whatever podcast app you use. You to sort of scroll around a little bit inside this episode on your phone and you may find links to all handy the things links. we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. They're also just on our website. Um, Importantiftrue.com. Yes. Yes. Um, I am going to endorse the... I'm going to call it a tsunami of support I received last week 
for endorsing a shoehorn, <laughs> much to the denigration and ridicule of my Philistine co-hosts mm. across all channels, across Facebook, mm. Twitter, email, the forums. Those are all I the places been, we were harassing you? I have been, <laughs> I've been beset by encouragement and support for endorsing of, sh- of shoehorns. We have an email entitled Long Shoehorn from Daniel Primo in Atlanta who writes high thumbs wait the most Primo recent... <laughs> alright continue <laughs> called Ristoff Primo yeah I, I, uh, alright sure Beset. uh huh in the most recent episode Chris Primo endorsed... Hardeman writes <laughs> Chris endorsed shoehorns then you all joked about what if haha there were like a foot and a half long shoehorn they get much longer than that Here's an example just from the first page of Amazon search results, and I'll link to this particularly long shoehorn uh, in in the episode results. He says, I believe at some point I saw a very long shoehorn in person, probably an elderly relative's house. Keep, so that's, let's actually redact that. No, no. Thanks, thanks Daniel Primo, Atlanta. Um, <laughs> probably at a, at a cool person, <laughs> cool influencer's house, home uh, for cool persons. <laughs> probably, at a, probably at a cool person's home, at a cool person's care facility. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to uh, I wanted to quickly read some of the de- details oh, of uh, I hate this as much as you're reading that hot winter horn, shit. This is just which is uh, some of the ways this is this item is described. The easier way to get shoes on when your back and your knees won't cooperate. <laughs> extend your arm by two point five feet. Perfect to prevent excessive bending. Premium material and construction designed to be the last shoehorn you ever buy. <laughs> and I just, I really like the slightly <laughs> the ominous shoehorn that will overtone. change your life. I like the slightly ominous overtone to yeah. this description. Yeah. The idea of like lengthening your arm. Mm-hmm. It's the last shoehorn you'll ever buy. <laughs> There's some kind of like post human. I know. Right? That's actually what I imagined like, when I saw this, the, the product image was just that grafted to an arm, and I don't know why, but it just makes me it's really It's like when Robert Patrick in Terminator yes, 2 exactly. Like, That's exactly his what arm, I thought of. he just slips <gasps> it into his dress shoe yeah. and just easily slides his foot right in there. Right. It's like that scene, oh, yeah. and then the Rocky theme comes on, and everyone like applauds him. Because <laughs> it's such a cool thing to have handy, a shoehorn. Uh-huh. I hate it. Anyway, I just wanted to... Uh, so, I didn't... Out of... Um, as sort of a classy move... I didn't read all of the like adulation and encouragement. You're just like subtweeting it right now or whatever. Where you're <laughs> no, just, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying there was plenty. If you go to the forum thread, if you go to our Facebook page, if you search my Twitter replies, I you'll find an anything. outpouring of support I saw nothing. for my shoehorn endorsement. And I just want to get that on. I just want to make sure that I get that on the record. Thank you, readers. For your warm you ever imagine something that didn't happen or that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> exist, <laughs> and then everybody else tells you you're wrong? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what do you got, Nick? Yeah, against, I... against all evidence to the contrary, Chris insists that he lives in a universe <laughs> where everyone praises him for loving shoehorns. Right. <laughs> Uh, I have a thing. I actually feel conflicted about endorsing this. I just that just occurred to me. Really? Um, well, because the experience of discovering this was so uh, uh, revel- like just a- sure. amazing. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you should just. But maybe, I will. Maybe we can take advantage of the fact that we link to it. Oh, I want to talk about it. Okay. Maybe what we should do is I'll endorse it. This, you're going to pre. I'll endorse the experience of discovering this, ah. and then next week I'll endorse the experience of dissecting it. Okay. Um, 
But either way, this you is should come up with a real endorsement next week as well. But but that's sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. But I, I, I do want to talk about it. But says I just, the guy who just fucking endorsed the yes. reaction to his own endorsement. God, right? Sorry, yeah. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> anyway, apology not accepted. Uh, <laughs> this is a, this is a series of two videos um, taken on a New York uh, subway, the A train. No, um, I think it was the F train. It was the A train. Okay. Yeah. Depending on which reality you're from, it's one of the two. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, anyway, um, and uh, without spoiling kind of the 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 sort of meat of it, um, a guy is playing, uh, sort of a young uh, kid is playing baritone saxophone, um, kind of just soloing on the subway, as you do sometimes. And then I, th- I think that's um, enough to say. Then just events transpire from there. I don't, yeah, I don't think... I, yeah, I if think, you're expecting people to go watch the video without telling them about it, don't say anything more about it, because there's literally no point. Yeah, I do want people to have the effect of of, of, of kind of the, the punch of this. So I yeah. think, I think let me just... And there's two se- videos yeah. you can There are two see. videos that we need, and you need to watch them kind of in, in the correct order, yeah. and we will link them in the correct order. There'll be order. video one, two. Yeah. So make sure to go to the uh, episode notes for this episode on your favorite podcast app or on our website importantoftrue.com in the description of this episode we'll have links to the tour Nick I will employ you mm. to put together your your block your text block endorsing okay. this thing and the your prescribed order yes. and so on it's just a great wonderful I would say it'll make your life better New York City subway experience yes it will definitely make your life better it'll make you happier about people yes I would endorse Absolutely. checking that I, I'm going to co-endorse this with you okay um, my favorite kind of endorsement is that kind yeah, the one that well, makes you happier. Mine too, and I and I have to say, I definitely had the best version of that when my endorsement was co-endorsed by such a significant <laughs> section of our. Oh, you mean last week when Nick and community. I loved it and endorsed it? Because that was my experience. <laughs> I have strong memories of Nick and I both. I mean, we're both big shoehorn boosters. Oh yeah. I think they're fantastic. Oh, actually, we talked about the shoehorn being a role and a name, and someone wrote in saying that the name Sean is in fact actually potentially a contraction of that word. Of shoehorn? I believe that that may be true. The roots There's that... no way that's true. Oh, I got to see if I can find this now. Speaking of the Mandela effect, speaking, <laughs> speaking of creating realities that definitely don't exist. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys. A reality in which the name Sean derives from the word shoehorn. You are killing me right now because I would never make something like this up. <laughs> I'm not claiming you intentionally made it up. Okay. Behind the name, the website that okay. says Sean, given okay. name, S-H-A-W-N, no. gender, masculine. Yeah. Language, English, pronounced Sean. Meaning in history, from the English word shoehorn, a no. device helpful for putting no. on shoes, shortened form of showing horn, a no. term used in 15th century. Are you literally making this up? I'm on I'm on behindthename.com slash name slash Sean. Given name Sean, gender masculine, usage English, pronounced Sean, meaning in history, anglified form of Sean, a different uh, I'm sorry Sean. to say, Chris, that I, uh, this is on our forums and therefore it is true and not a Photoshop put here to be a joke. <laughs> It is 100% just a goofy troll by one of our forum members, and oh, I fucking man. love it Jake to death. Jake fell for it. Lock, stock, and barrel. Hook, line, and sinker. <sighs> Jake just got Jake just got owned. He just got shoehorned. Full, yeah. full hoisting. Mm. Yeah, Jake was definitely hoisted right there. Yeah. Wow. All right, thank you for listening to this week's Important If True. You can send us email of your own 
uh, that will become ours once our property once you send it to us at questions at importantiftrue.com. Anything that is on your mind that confuses you that you you want our perspective on, please go ahead and send it in to questions at importantiftrue.com. You can also find us on Twitter at what is it? Important cast, I believe. That's probably what it is. Yeah. We're yes. on Facebook at facebook.com slash important if true. Our website is important if and has links to all that other stuff in there. I feel ashamed that I was fooled by that JPEG, but what that actually means is I'm going to defend it to the fucking death <laughs> as my memory of what that name is. That's what I was told by my parents. That's how I was raised. I was raised to believe that the name Sean uh was based on shoehorn anyone who d- whatever i mean you guys can all say what you want but you're just I remember gonna find that. ways to shoehorn this into every thing i say aren't I'm you? i'm not i'm gonna shawn it in <laughs> uh so if you could also it's seared into his memory it is definitely <laughs> seared into his memory if, it's not oh my god you guys saying that actually just made me think about that face and oh, no. i really don't like it <laughs> oh no Sorry. god oh, no. oh. um if you <laughs> would like if you would like to buy a shout out on our show to force us to talk about whatever personal or uh, lightly commercial uh, message you you feel the need to express through our podcast, you can go to store.idlethumbs.net and do that there. Mm. And on that, I think that just about wraps it up for our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week. For Idle Thumbs, I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Reckon. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Stay spicy. Oh, my God. I don't either. Oh no. Uh oh. I do. Pause that. Okay. I do. What kind of thing is it? You know what it is. Oh, I do have an endorsement. Yeah, but you can't steal my endorsement. I have to endorse that first. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Oh.